0: to know the score. I'm your host Don DeLorente and I'm back with my weekly NASCAR review. This week we're going to talk about the Pensil 400 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So first and foremost, thank you to listening to CSPN and Know the Score. Listen to us and follow us each and every week at www.cspn.us. Also, search for KTS Pod on your uh, podcast channels, podcast catchers, and you'll get the NASCAR review each and every week. Also, check out our companion video episode on YouTube as well. So, don't just want to listen to my voice you can also see some visual visuals over on youtube so we're getting to the storylines heading into this week off of cow winning in california last week we get breaking news middle of the week chase elliott has been injured it's revealed that he breaks his leg in a snowboarding accident and he will miss several races as he is on the mend. So first and foremost, uh, get well to Chase Elliott and hope that he uh, heals rather quickly and doesn't have to miss too much time will also be interesting to see if he gets the same type of grace that Kyle Busch did in the year that he won his championship when he broke his leg uh, in a racing accident at Daytona in the Xfinity Series. So uh, when that time comes and Chase Elliott gets back in the car, we'll guess NASCAR will figure that out. In the meantime, Josh Berry has been pulled from the ranks of junior motorsports to replace Chase Elliott in the number nine car. So at least for the uh, next few races, Josh Berry is the plan to get that seat. So good for Josh Berry, a guy who has been touted by Dale Jr. as one of the best racers, short track racers, late model racers in the sport finally has gotten a chance over the last couple of years to be in the Xfinity Series, has won a handful of races, qualified uh, for the playoffs in Xfinity. So a very capable driver, and uh, we'll see what he can do in the next few weeks as he uh, gets his chance with Hendrick Motorsports. Just an opportunity for Josh Berry as he could maybe parlay this into a a full-cup NASCAR Cup Series ride with another team. There's a lot of teams out there who will be needing drivers uh, this coming up offseason and uh, maybe Josh Berry can find a way to be impressive in this uh, debut and audition. He could be one of those guys to get one of those open seats. Coming into the race weekend, Joey Logano wins the pole. Uh, Joey has been notoriously fast here at las vegas speedway so it's no surprise that he is the guy to sit on the number one spot you got william byron qualifying second on the outside pole so william byron rising to the top here uh, showing hendrick motorsports and chevy's dominance early in the season tyler reddick He had major issues, he had engine issues, and he misses the practice and the qualifying. So no track time, which is very valuable with these new cars uh, early in the season for Tyler Reddick. So he is starting the race at a major disadvantage. So we get into the start of the race in stage one, where Logano leads the opening laps. But William Byron and Kyle Larson put Hendrick Motorsports out front 20 laps into the race. Kyle Busch, he gets into the wall, and he drops out the top 10. He was looking like a real major contender early in the race, but scraping the wall in these cars very hard is not the thing that you want to do, and it basically took Kyle Busch out of contention for the day. Ron Blaney, he's having an ill-handling race car after starting near the front, and he starts to string a green lap. Uh, green flag pit stops, excuse me, at lap 33. William Byron remains in the lead after the pit stop cycle through and stage one once again this week goes caution free and William Byron wins stage one. Pretty uh, good racing in the beginning of stage one there. Uh, Once uh, Byron cleared Lugano and Kyle Larson, cleared Legano, and it was clear that he had some uh, major issues as far as handling. Uh, things began to get a little stretched out, but you saw some guys in the back, especially the Toyota crew, uh, make some moves up into the top ten. Especially Christopher Bell, Danny Hamlin, they were pretty much following each other uh, up through the uh, from the top, t- uh, you know, twelve, thirteen into the top ten, top five. So your top 10 after stage one, William Byron, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, and Brad Kaslowski. Good recovery by Kyle Busch after hitting the wall and getting knocked out of the top 10 uh, before the pit stop but he was able to get back into the tops ten. He had a very fast card stage one Uh, The Toyota crew, like I said last week, they were going to be fast, and they definitely were scattered all through the top ten. Brad Keselowski, uh, the only Ford representing in stage one with the top ten. And William Byron, the class of the field so far in stage one. Uh, Very obvious that Kyle Larson had a strong car, but he didn't have anything uh, to catch William Byron with once he got out in front. So we come into stage two, and after the stage break caution, William Byron and Larson drive to the lead, but all of a sudden there's a new player in the top three, and his name is Alex Bowman. He joins his Hendrick teammates as they are currently dominating stage two. X is the first car in in the top ten to pit with 42 laps to go in the stage. William Byron comes out the leader after the pit stop cycle. Stage two goes all the way green, and William Byron sweeps the first two stages. So William Byron definitely flexing his muscle, just like Ross Chastain did last week. Uh, the only question is, could they have a good pit stop? Could they have enough racecraft to? Bring that car home in the finish that it deserves, which is the checker flag. So in stage two, we had William Byron winning the stage, Larson in second, Bowman in third, Truex in fourth, Bell in fifth, Bubba Wallace in sixth, Chastain in seventh, Hamlet in eighth, Keselowski in ninth, and Kevin Harvick. Making it into the top 10 in stage two. Uh, Harvick uh, has a good track record at Las Vegas as well, Uh, doing what he usually does. You know, he's not really a factor until. It's time to uh, take the checkered flag, and he's getting himself in position here in stage two within the top ten, getting stage points. A good run for Bubba Wallace, uh, especially after the last two weeks where he did not finish. Uh, He's gotten stage points in both of the stages. Uh, He's well within the top ten on the outside of the top five. To a promising day uh, for Bubba Wallace uh, as he's trying to recover and just have a good point today uh, so he can get some positive points on the scoreboard uh, when it comes to trying to make the playoffs. We get to the stage three caution flag. And during the pit stops, Kyle Busch, he can't get around Tyler Reddick as Tyler Reddick has blocked his uh, exit in his pit stall and it drops Kyle Busch all the way back to 15th. Uh, When we take the green flag, William Byron takes the lead at the restart. We get our first caution for accident. When Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski come together after racing three wide with Kyle Busch, Joey Logano takes a wild ride through the infield uh, after hitting the wall and spinning out. Uh, gets airborne, uh, pretty cool visual uh, for Joy Logano uh, on the television screen as he went across the uh, the infield grass there. Basically ruining any chances of Logano having a, a, a good day. Uh, the Penske bunch, they struggled. Uh, Ryan Blaney had an ill handling race car for much of this race. Uh, Denny Hamlin, he takes two tires to get out front after that pit stop, that was caught, after that caution that was caused by Logano and the subsequent pit stops. William Byron, for the first time in the day, is not starting on the front row, he restarts fourth. Kyle Larson, he wrestles the lead away from Denny Hamlin. And uh, so, stage three is uh, you know, starting where we have him, Hamlin starting the green flag pit stops with 47 laps to go, and Larson pits one lap later. Larson stays out front after the pit stop cycle. And we get, of course, the late race caution with three laps to go as Eric Amarola spins out. So we head into overtime. Martin Truex. Hey, when you're in Vegas, you need to gamble. So he does. He stays out while all the leaders and most of the field, they come into pit road and they take two tires. So exactly, you know, what Martin Truex was thinking was, I don't know, maybe he thought he could hold them off for the two laps or they would maybe wreck behind him and he could maybe still win. None of that is the case, though, uh, because Larson restarts third as William Byron beats him off pit road. William Byron gets the lead from Truex, and then he holds off Larson and Bowman to win the Penzo 400. This is William Byron's fifth career win, his first win at Las Vegas. Uh, it was a great uh, restart, and Choose Rule came into uh, position here, too, as well as Larson lined up uh, behind um, Truex, and then William Byron uh, was on the outside, so he had a, a greater chance of you know getting to the front than Larson did and uh, Alex Bowman pushed hard at the end so he could get a third place finish so Team Hendrick dominating uh, the finish here at Las Vegas your top ten William Byron celebrates in victory lane Kyle Larson is second Alex Bowman is third Bubba Wallace is fourth Christopher Bell fifth Austin centric is sixth, Martin Truex is seventh, Justin Haley is eighth, Kevin Harvick, excuse me, is ninth, and Daniel Suarez rounds out your top ten. Just a uh, dominating performance by William Byron. Looked like Kyle Larson, through the help of his pit crew, was going to get the win, as it looked like, without the caution, William Byron wasn't going to have enough laps to run him down. But the caution does come out, and William Byron secures the finish that he probably deserved. The fastest car at the track, one William Byron takes the flag at Las Vegas. Just a dominant day by Hendrick Motorsports. Kyle Larson, William Byron, one and two most of the day. Alex Bowman, uh, midway through the second stage, really came in and dominated, was, you know, in third place for a lot of the day. Bubba Wallace, he had a good car underneath him, probably took a eighth or ninth place car and got it into the top five on the late restart, so... Congratulations and good run from Bubba Wallace in the Toyota game. Christopher Bell, fifth-place run as well. Uh, he was strong. Martin Truex Jr. with the late gamble to stay out on the tires got in the top ten with seventh place. The guy who really probably fell out and deserved a better finish for Toyota during the day was Denny Hamlin, not really a factor on the restart. Got shuffled out, taken to the back, him and Kyle Bush. Uh, they finished outside the top 10. Uh, I think they were 12th and 13th, respectively. So, uh, just a, a overall dominant performance by Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, Toyota, definitely the next best. Uh, set of cars uh, through uh, 2311 and Joe Gibbs and the Fords uh, still have a little bit of work to do as uh, Austin-centric and Kevin Harvick were the only two Fords to kind of make their way into the top 10 and Austin-centric definitely uh, with a late run uh, due to restarts and some of those caution flags at the end there bunched together. Use some strategy to get into the top 10. Kevin Harvick started to kind of make his way into the top 10 at the end of stage, two. Kind of remained there at the bottom of the top 10, but still a good run for him in his final year. In track house racing, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, continuing to show their speed, even though Ross Chastain, as well, got shuffled out on that restart, just missed out on a top 10. So William Byron, the guy, at Las Vegas celebrating the win and now we move on to Phoenix where Kevin Harvick is the old master there. I'm sure he will be the odds on favorite to take the victory there. So many wins so just domination there as Phoenix by Kevin Harvick Uh, Denny Hamlin he'll definitely be a factor there as well Um, so it'll be a an uh, uh, interesting, uh, uh, last race for Kevin Harvick at Phoenix. I know this is a track he's going to have a lot of confidence at, so it should be a track that uh, he feels good going to, and we should get, see a good effort from Stuart Haas racing and Kevin Harvick especially. Uh, just give a nod before we go to Josh Berry. Finished all the laps. Uh, he was a couple of laps down, but at least they got data to work with for him going forward. He got to fill the car for uh, all of the laps all 400 miles so hopefully they can start putting a little bit of a notebook together to help him be more competitive but uh it was a a all-in-all good day uh for Josh Berry even though on the results it won't show up through his finish I'm sure everybody at Hendrick Motorsports was very happy with him bringing that car home in one piece and being able to have data to sit through and learn about him and he can learn about that car and they get better i expect his uh, performance to improve greatly over the next couple of weeks as long as he's allowed to drive that car and kind of get a feel for the adjustments and what to ask for and how to make it better so uh, good job for Josh Berry, his first ever run in the Cup Series, first ever time in the next-gen car. So just a, uh, a kudos to him. So until next week, folks, when we go out to the desert of Phoenix, I'm your host, Don DeLaRente. And now you know the score.